Shorty Rock NYC show. As you can see, I got my beautiful co-host. My name is Shorty Rock. You can follow me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, all over the internet. Shorty R-O-C NYC. You know what I'm saying? That's R-O-C NYC. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, make sure you download the Coliseum. That's www.thecoliseum.com. Or you can, if you have an Android phone, you can actually download the app at www.coliseum.com. All right? So I'm going to let my beautiful co-hosts introduce themselves all the way from Texas. Renee, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself real quick. Renee. Hi, I'm Renee Riri. You can find me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Facebook. We're back from Renee Riri Thompson. Okay, all right. You want to know something else? No, 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 that's good. That's enough. <laughs> Sound like a robot a little bit. Right now. <laughs> All right. And then uh, we got Keish in the building. Keish. What's good, everybody? You know what it is, your girl Queen Keish. You can find me on Instagram at queen.keish and the number three. That's queen.key because I got to the key to the city, baby. K-E-Y-S-H-3. Hey. And all the way in Miami, who we got? Hey, it's your girl Sandra. I go by Classic Woman. You can find me on IG, Classic Woman, Facebook, Twitter. What's up? Representing from Miami, 305. And then we got Ashanti. What up, Ashanti? Brand new to the team. Hey, I'm Ashanti. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at underscore lady underscore Ashanti. Facebook is just Ashanti Johnson. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. And then we walk all the way from Queens, New York. Who we got? How you guys doing? We got Tina Shea. My name is Tina Shea. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at um, Tina underscore Shea. S-H-A-I. I know that's right. And then we got <laughs> Quanisha in the building. What up, Quanisha? Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Quanisha, residing in Tampa, Florida. I'm on Facebook, just Quanisha Roberts. Nice to meet you guys. Let's talk. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so we're going to jump right into the show, all right? So let's go ahead and start. Today's topic right now, okay, is have you ever dated a toxic person? Have you ever dated a toxic person? 
all right? That means you've been in a toxic relationship, you've been with somebody. And when I say dated, I'm not just talking about you were just with somebody that was horrible. I'm talking about you was actually in love with someone that you knew was just terrible for you, all right? All right? Okay, who wants to go first? Hmm. I'll go first. All right, go ahead, Ashanti. I know um, I have dated someone that was toxic. It was um, one of my kids' dads. When I say, like, it was an off-and-on relationship for, like, six and a half years. How many kids you got? I got three. Okay. Yeah, so it was, like, a real, like, real, real toxic, like, controlling type thing. And I'm the type of chick, like, I don't like to be controlled. Like, I like to do my thing, you know? Okay. So I loved him to the point where I had to come to my self-worth, basically. Mm. And, like, this is not what I want. And I don't want this my child at all either. Mm. So hold on, hold on, hold on. When you say he was controlling, like, what you, like, mm-hmm. what you talking about? Like, basically, oh, you can't. Oh, you can't be around this person, that person. Like basically, basically, he was trying to get me to drop all my friends, type of controlling thing. Like your guy friends or female friends? No, everybody from guys, female, trying to isolate me from my family. How long was y'all together? Um, we was together for six years. Six years. So what? Like, wow. Like it didn't happen until like um till I had my son till like when I got pregnant with my son that's when it started. Okay, now was that your first kid or you? Yeah, had, my first, first, kid. first kid. Uh huh. So, what made you last so long? The history. Okay. Because like we knew each other since we were like twelve, so it's just like. I was like, well, what else? This is who I'm in love with. But then I'm like, this is not love because if you sit here getting treated the way you're getting treated, you know, that's not something you want to be in. And I wasn't used to that. Okay, so so with the controlling part, right? So he was with you not to hang around your phone? Like, what else was he doing? Yeah, it was that. It was a lot of abuse. Like physical it's, abuse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he actually put his hands on you? Yeah, it was physical abuse. Um, my phones were getting broken into and stuff like broken. I was without phones half the time, and it, it was just too crazy for me. To I'm like, I don't want to live this life. Was y'all living together? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. So, I mean, it sounds bad, but why did you stay though? Like I said. After I six years is a long second. time. Yeah, it's six long, years long is a long time. Six years, but it only took a couple of months. It only took a couple of months for me to realize I didn't want to be in that because, like I said, we was together for six years, but that didn't happen until I got pregnant with my son. So for five years, you was able to talk to your friends, hang out, yeah, no yeah. He would never put his hands on you for five right. years. And then right. six years, you had a kid. And he just started immediately going crazy. Right. I didn't understand it myself, trust me. <laughs> I didn't understand it myself. I'm like, where is this coming from? So what was the thing that actually made like you finally be like, yo, this is it? My child. Because because all the abuse was happening while I was pregnant. So was it, you while you was pregnant? Yeah. Trust me, when I say it was it got crazy, it got crazy. 
like restra- I got restraining orders and all because I'm like I'm not gonna put my child through this at the end of the day because even though I love him, I loved him, I love myself more and my child more than not stay in that situation. Mm, yeah. So so is he in your is he in your life now? No. Okay. Does he does he help with your child at all? No. <laughs> And how do you feel about that thing? To be honest, I was like upset because I was trying. Because I'm like, even though we went through what we went through, I still want my child to know, you know, know his dad and stuff like that. Because, you know, people could change over time. But the simple fact it wasn't working that way, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. It, it was making me upset, but I had to learn, like, I can't, I can't control his actions. I need to do what I need to do for me and my child at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Because my child going to grow up and see what type of father he has. Okay. So right now, if he wanted to come back, would you let him? No. Because I'm with my other kid's dad. <laughs> no, no, but, but I'm, I'm not saying like in a relationship. Like if he just wanted to oh. come come get his kid. Now, yeah, I would, right? yeah. Yeah, I would, but it has to be like like supervision type because, like I said, I don't. It's still a thing of me not trusting him. Something that I'm learning, trying to, I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. So it's a still working process. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right. So who's next? Have you been in a toxic relationship? That's the uh, that's the question, Vaughn. Have you ever been in a toxic relationship? Oh, I'll go next. Okay, go ahead, Carnisha. Don't be scared. And in a toxic relationship. And just like, where'd she go? Ashanti. <laughs> just like Ashanti had lasted for about seven years ago. Um, it was it was no joke. <laughs> okay, what would it do? No, like if you ignore red flags, like never ignore the red flags. It don't matter how early, how early you see them, don't ever ignore them because trust me. That little peep or that little beep of a red flag starts, it'll end up being a big siren after a couple of years or so. Like, I highly recommend y'all just get away from everybody that's producing red flags ASAP. So, how, how long were you together? We were together seven years. Okay, and this was, um, this was a female? Yes. Okay, so when did it start becoming toxic to you? About the third year. Okay. Like, was yeah. it like physical abuse or verbal or? Uh, well, I'm, I was the bigger one out of the group, so I did my best to restrain rather than striking. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, she was a lot smaller. I did my best not to hit her, but I would do my best to choke her up. Let her know. Yeah, it just it got to a point like every like every three months she would act right for three months and then act out for three months, act right for three months and act out for three months, and every time I would bring her back because I felt bad Mm -hmm. because I feel like I attributed to the fact that she is actually dependent dependent on me, and that was my fault. I should never let that shit happen. So now when she didn't have things and she was crying, I just be like, all right, come on, man. But let me ask you this. So she would, like, when things would go bad, she would actually physically hit you? Or was it just, like, verbal abuse? (laughs) 
it started off with verbal abuse, but as the drinking and the drug use got ver- got worse, mm-hmm. they tried to swing on me a couple times, but they always got denied because I came back stronger. I don't play. <laughs> I hate to fight. Like I prefer to have people fight, so I do my best to try to restrain and keep away. But there was a couple times I had to molly whopper. Like, I just had to let her know, like, get out my face. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with the dumb stuff. I dropped her clothes off in the daddy house, and I'm like, she's your problem now, just like you told me when I had the Brady actor. Mm. So let me ask you this. Like, um, was that your first toxic relationship? Or was that, um, you said yes, no? What? No, no. That was a severe one. Okay. The second one happened because um, it was my first actual lesbian relationship. So I guess the the impression that I was going to be a different type of person. Um, So she started to treat me differently when she realized I didn't have the backing of my family. Mm. I think she thought that I had money or something. I don't know. But after my family basically isolated me from my uh, sexuality, just she didn't want to be with me no more. But we shared an apartment. So y'all was like, y'all was, y'all was still together, but y'all was still living together? Yeah. Okay. So was that was that a physical abuse too? Yeah, definitely. But I did most of the physical abusing. Okay. Like, it took a long time in terms for stuff like this because I was hurting because I was my family. My family was all I knew. You know what I mean? When they found out that I was a lesbian, they kicked me out. They didn't want nothing to do with me. So I'm lashing out at this point. Like, anything she said, if she said something that I didn't like, it was what it was. Like If she thought that she was going to get out of the house to go hang out or something like that, I would make sure that I did enough damage for her to stay. Hate to so, say you, it. so you were really the toxic one at first? I was the toxic one then, yes. Mm. yes. I've been the toxic one, yes. How do you feel about that now? Now I feel I kind of feel bad, but then I don't feel bad because she had her own she had her own little vices that started and triggered a lot of things. Mm-hmm. She wasn't very supportive of the fact that I didn't have my family, mm. and I needed that. Like when you lose something, you're supposed to gain something, so it doesn't feel like a loss. <laughs> and that didn't happen. Yeah. That did not happen for me. Mm. So where are you at now when it comes to um because I know you I know you marry right now. So how so how does your how does your new wife embrace your your current family? Oh and she's cool with them. She loves them. She, my wife is an introvert. She's really, really quiet. Mm-hmm. But she really enjoys she really enjoys my family. She enjoys how cool I feel about my family. Uh, my family actually love her. It doesn't really happen often, which is a great thing because I was apprehensive mm-hmm. uh, about letting my family know about my wife. So, <laughs> it helps. Thank goodness. Okay. All right. Thank you for sharing. And Kwanisha, talk to us. I was in, well, not just one, but uh, the one that sticks out the most, most recent toxic relationship. Yes, to answer the question, I have been in a toxic relationship. And um, it taught me that the worst abuse is verbal. Like, bruises, they will heal. But who can say how long it takes to overcome mental abuse 
emotional abuse, those things hurt the most. That's that's the toxic. That's what made it more toxic for me. You know, we all have issues in relationships, differences, and things you have to go through. But what toxified my relationship was was the was the verbal abuse, and then and then just to make that even much more better, the physical abuse on top of that. You know, it all went in together. That was the best thing ever for me. Now, when um, you say when you say verbal abuse, I'm, I'm sorry. When you say verbal abuse, what type of things was 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 he saying to you? I have never in my life, not even just my situation. I've heard some horrible things. I've heard a woman be degraded. I've, I've heard a woman get talked about. It was suicidal. It, it made me suicidal. And I don't, that's not something easily to share with people. Um, but I, had, I learned to open up, you know, in, throughout my women's group. I've had to talk to it and talk about it and talk to other women about it, but the um, the horrible things that were said is just, it's unthinkable. It's unthinkable. It, it was suicidal. That that was the worst part about it. It just made me, and and I could, it make you want to just take the physical abuse if they'll stop the verbal abuse. Like, hit me, please. Don't, don't say enough. That is just that harsh because it can take you so low mentally. It can be draining. It's like how much more? I I got called names that I never thought that a woman could ever be called by someone. And then later on in life, this person told me that they were intentionally trying to hurt my feelings with the words. So when I say he went hard, he went hard with the words just to try and hurt me. Like, yeah, you know, if somebody call you ugly, you know you're not ugly. It might not hurt that bad because you know they're trying to hurt your feelings. But it's not, I ain't even talking about the word ugly or the word fat. I'm not talking about the word black. I'm not, I'm talking about y'all stuff that's just, I won't even repeat. I can't say, I can't say some of the things that I was called, you know, it's horrible. And to, and to take that abuse in front of your children, that put a knot in my throat, guys. Like I almost, it was like, that was the, it had, it had me suicidal. It had me wanting, I was afraid of what, what damage I would do to him because I wanted to kill this person for hurting me so bad. I, I really did. I have a question for you. So I totally agree with the verbal abuse point that you made. It is much worse because that thing is so bad. Oh my, my God! Is how did you cope under that type of duress? Queen Keish, when I say it was nothing other than my prayers to God, I promise you, it wasn't a conversation with no family. It wasn't a conversation with no friend. There wasn't a person that could make me feel better. Even though people tried and I was thankful for the shoulders that I had at the time, but it was my relationship with God. And, and it's like, I'm almost like choking up right now. Like, oh my God, I came, I was, see, let me tell you, oh girl, God is good. Yes. He put me in a place where I forgave this person with everything in me. Yes. With everything in me. Yes. I, I never I was able to. 
Because you know what? There was, and I wish no harm upon them because he'll take care of it. That's the only way I got past that because on top of the the physical abuse, and this was the worst physical abuse I ever faced ever. Yeah. It was horrible. On top of the verbal, it's like I had to look at myself in the mirror. I had to rebuild so much. Like now you guys, if you know me on Facebook, I post a lot of pictures. There was a time where I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I was not comfortable with me, who I was, what I looked like, my height, my shape, my skin tone. I was not comfortable. With, I had to learn how to love me all over again. That that's that's horrible. So now it's like it put God put me in a place where I can tell people about this. There is a way out of it, but it's not easy. You know, before I learned about it, I was like, how could she stay? How, look at other women and say. Girl, you better leave. It's not that easy. Because you can try and try and try. When you feel like the law won't protect you, then who else will? If the law can't, I had to go to God. I'm telling you. Yeah. So Restraining orders, none of that stuff saved me. Bro. How did you? How did you finally get out of it? I left. I packed all of my things one day after giving him the last chance. And I had made up in my mind that this was the last chance after he ruined that one. I I packed all of my stuff. This is even after that, the worst of the physical abuse. You know, after the um, verbal abuse, I, I gave that one last chance and he ruined it. And by I said, God, I don't care what I have to do. I packed everything that I could pack into my vehicle, my children, and I left and I went to so from hotel to hotel, he found me. I went, it was a process, but that was how I started the process to leave. It was horrible trying to leave. I had to, even tr- after trying to leave, I had to get restraining. I finally got a restraining order because I've ne- I feel like if a person is so horrible in their minds where they feel like they want to kill you, what's a piece of paper in the courthouse going to do? Yes. Honestly that's, speaking, that's what I told myself. You know, but Eventually, I did go ahead and do it because he wouldn't stop. Like, I went through that. He went, he found out where I lived. Eventually, later on after that, he busted out my windows in my car. All these things. I got the restraining order, and eventually, I got away from it. I got away from him. Like, I literally had to go on a run. He was, he was going around. This was here in Tampa. Going around. When I first got here, within the first year that I got here, you know, going around, looking for me. People, family would tell me they saw him riding around. Like, I literally was hiding. Hiding. I had to go. He found me at one hotel in the wee hours of the night. I got a phone call from one of his concerned family members who told me that he told them that they better warn me to leave. I got up in the middle of the night, like 1 a.m. I left the hotel I was staying. I left all of my belongings, got my children, got in the car drove to the nearest sheriff's department and they took me to a shelter and you know I returned the next and what was scary is because that night of course they didn't go looking for him that morning because it was like one two o'clock in the morning by the time they processed me in the sheriff escorted me back to the hotel to get all of my belongings from there he was there when we got there y'all my heart just dropped and when the sheriff pulled in I was like what if I had tried to come alone and get my things he was there and he ended up getting arrested 
because they couldn't arrest him for just being at the hotel, but he ended up getting arrested because after they allowed me to get my things, the sheriff's state, and they were ladies, y'all. They were some tough cookies. Send me a lady cop any day. Like, they were tough. They would not let him get to me. He was trying to get to the car, claiming that he wanted to just see his son, but it wasn't that. And um, he ended up trying to come behind, follow me after leaving the hotel, and they stopped him, and he got arrested. That started my journey, and that's how I got away. I got a question for you. What is harder for you, mustering up the energy or actually leaving? For me, it was actually leaving. Because once I had the energy, I was like, now nah, I just got to go. Mentally, I was already gone from it. You know, I was already disconnected mentally. But I was at my... I was. You have to go through something to get to this right. point. So I was already at that point where it's like, Thing. It was mustering up the energy because mentally I was already disconnected. I, I really was lost. No love. No, you. I can't love somebody who constantly show their love through hitting me. I'm sorry. That's you know people say he hits you because he loves you. I told women over and over, there is no love that will ever hurt you. That is real. No real love to hurt you. But yeah, me getting the energy to pack up all my things. But honey. All of it just came together, and I just got whatever I could get. I, I took losses. Material yeah. that can be replaced, my life cannot. That's I what I could yeah. get, and I got out. Mm. I got out, and, and that was horrible. That was the most toxic thing. Yes, you said a mouthful. Then she knows. Sorry. Then she knows. <laughs> that was horrible. But I'm in a much better place yeah. now, you know. Yeah. That's Who's next? Yeah. All day. Who's next? Took a long time. Tina Sherry. Share. Um, well, that that was that was a lot, and um, I'm just wanted to say after I share my story, I just wanted to say that I'm glad that all of you ladies are safe, <laughs> um, and confident, and just yeah, in the right and in a better place than you were. Yeah. Um. So yes, Tance. Um. I have been in a toxic relationship, and um. It was recently. It actually uh. I was recently it happened recently. Um. I've been with this guy for like two years, and like within the span of two years, a lot of stuff like happened. Like crazy stuff like happened. Um. So to the point where I too had to get a restraining order from him. Um, I, it just, it, and it just, and I have gone back. It was an on and off relationship. What was he doing? Uh, he was well, calling me names. Cause one thing that I had to know was I was stupid enough to like, cause I knew he was, was, he was like mentally, like he had something like that was really wrong with him. Like that was mentally like, you know, and I think that's why, like, I went back because I felt so bad. Like, I, like, I know what it's like, you know, and I, I do have, like, some, like, mental, like, tendencies too. Not, like, that bad, but, like, you know, insecurities, like, and self-doubt. And, like, of course, he saw that and he used that against me. Um, and um, name-calling, there was some physical um, altercation in the beginning. Um, How old were you when this was going on? I was, it was like literally not like a year after, 
after I had met you, Shorty. Like literally like a year after. I was 19, turning 20, and I was in I was still in college. And yeah, I, I don't know, it just how so you, I went down. How did you meet him? I met him like in the neighborhood in Brooklyn. Um, cause it, you know, off the street and I don't know, like, I guess they were all like trying to like find like a, a, um, some weed or whatever. And they came to me, I don't know. <laughs> and he was like, Hey, you know, you know, anybody that, that, you know, that sells around here. And I was like, uh, no, don't. So, and I guess they just started talking. So I guess that was like their pickup line, but it was his friend that had stopped me first. And then. Uh, and then his friend got like super, super nervous. And then the other, and then that's when my ex started talking to me and, and, and I kind of liked him and I didn't see nothing wrong with him. I mean, I just, couple, you know, stoners looking for weed. <laughs> when, when was the first time that you realized it went, it went back? Like, 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 like if you, in perspective, when was that first time that you knew like, Okay, this should not be happening. Um, I would definitely say um, I had this book. I had this book. It was called "Woman Has All the Power." Okay. Um, because I was reading a lot of like woman empowerment books. Um, and the first thing he had said to me is that you shouldn't be reading that. Or like he said, "Oh, um, women is not supposed to know that." And I was like looking at him, like what like a look like, what you mean? Like, what are you talking about? We're not supposed to know. I'm not supposed to know that. Mm. And I, I just, I, I felt like I knew it was a red flag, but then I didn't think that it was going to get anywhere with him. So I just was like, kind of like brush it off, like kind of thing. But I mean, I guess, I don't know. Uh, I think that was, that was the first red flag. Then I was like, oh. And then when when did you realize you have to leave? Um, I left like when I finally realized like when you you know when you get so like emotionally drained like when you're when you just like physically like cannot take it anymore like like and then I really started feeling fearing for my life like that moment because he had actually um there was an incident where we got into an argument and he broke my phone. Like, he demolished my phone. Like, my phone looked like it got ran over by a car. Mm. Like, legit. And I was uh, scared for my life, because I'm like, if you can do that to the phone, what can he do to me? You know? And he already mm. he already hit me. So that's when I just, I like, I literally, like, ran to the cops, like, right afterwards. Mm. And I was, like, really trying to be strong. Like, I was fighting, and, like, trying to defend, my, defend for myself. Like, but after a while, I was like, oh, I'm just like this little scrawny girl, and he's like this big, big guy. So, like, you know, I look stupid. But he knew I was going to go to the cops. Um, so he was just definitely trying to, to stop me from going to the cops and stuff like that. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm still going to the cops. <laughs> Either way, you're going to get arrested. And he did get arrested for that. And at some point, you, you took him back? I did take him, take him back after all of that. It was like, there was like a process, like we didn't see each other for like three months. And then I took him back because he, I just, I felt 
bad. Like there was a thing in the end of my mind, like, you know, he doesn't know any better. He's, you know, he's, it's, it's, it's a mental thing to stand the third. And I, I did. And I was, I don't know. I, I was lonely too. I'm not going to lie. I, I was like, I don't have anybody to speak to. And I really don't like have any like friends, sort of say like people that I hang out with outside. So it's definitely hard. <laughs> um, so yeah, I definitely did take him back. And um, the same thing was just happening, but then he knew not to like put his hands on me after that. But it was like verbal, like abuse, like and the verbal turned into mental mentally abused like he was trying to manipulate everything like like how so like he was trying to put the blame on me like in certain situations he was like oh well uh it, it's you um that's like that's messed up it's you that got the mental disabilities oh you're bipolar one minute that you want to be with me the next minute you don't want to be with me and like and then he would just it would be him it was just like some little stuff that he would say like and like he would call me out of my name right after i just told him not to call me out of my name like he would either oh like you're oh you're, you're a bitch cunt all that stuff and i was just like like oh really 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 i don't know that's when i just it really got tough <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> because i had to be tough because like no you're not gonna sit there you're not gonna talk to me that way and I bullied him around too. If you're gonna bully me, I bullied him back. And I'm like, you're not gonna, you're not going to disrespect me. And I told him that you're not going to disrespect me. You know? I wanna know. Yes. So do you think that taking somebody back is about with our own um, self-esteem? I really think so. I I think so. Because I I really think so. Because it's like, I was like, dang, I'm lonely. He's the only person that I know. He's the only person that I talk to. Like, And then you start to feel like maybe you're not worthy enough for other guys or worthy enough for something that's better for you. Yeah. And he said that too. He said that to me like, oh yeah, you, who, who's going to like, who's going to like you? Like, you're like, you have mental disorder just like me. You have mental disorder just like me. You're bipolar. Who's going to want you? Who's going to want you? Yes. You know? I literally had to sit in my mirror and tell myself, I'm better than that. I'm better than this. I'm better than her. I hate to say I'm better than somebody. But, but sometimes you got to take yourself there. You know, you and that's one thing I had to learn about myself. Being a coach, being a model, being a, a counselor and all this right. stuff. I was doing people look up to me and when I'm doing stuff right. like looking back at myself like bro like people are looking at you like you are the model of my life do I want right. all those people to turn around right. stuff? no I right. don't so I literally had to look myself in the face and say this is not just for them this is for you mm -hmm. yeah but I mean at the end of the day I mean I'm right I mean I'm not I mean I'm all right I'm not yeah. talking to him anymore Yes. Like, I that, that definitely had to say, like, listen, I cannot talk to you. He harassed me. And I said, I'm done. I said, I'm done. Yes. And I, like, act, literally, literally acted like he did not exist. I know that sounds really harsh, but, like, he is a ghost. 
to me. Like, no. <laughs> and sometimes it has to be that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He had called me from all the different cell phone numbers. I blocked each one, which I feel is stupid because I'm going to block you. I'm going to block the numbers that you've been calling me from. Blocked him off of Instagram, all social media, everything. Yeah. I just I just couldn't anymore. I could not. And I said, if you step foot in my house, if you come over here, it's over. That's it. Don't come over here. Who's next? To my house. And that's why I wrote the song, Ask Me, y'all. That's where my single comes from. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, yes, hey, love me about my toxic relationship. Do not ask for me because I will not come to. I will not. Yes, you will be shown the door. Queen yes. of the night? No, not Queen of the night. It's a new single I had released. It's called "Ask for Me." Um, it's on all platforms, and I wrote that specifically for him. It's about him. And I think I was still with him when I wrote it. And when I was in the studio, he was with me. So I was looking dead at him, singing all those lyrics. And I was like, this is about you. This is about you. He shouldn't even have that luxury, though. But I'm grateful because that that just, that got, that, that, that pulled inspiration for me. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, all right, who's next? Who's a classic woman at? Perfect. Sorry. Because um, I took out my headphone. Uh, for me, I mean, compared to you guys' story, I'm like, is it really toxic? But it, to me, it was toxic because he was cheating. Um, that was the only hey, that's issue. Toxic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it wasn't like no physical abuse or anything like that. But he was just constantly cheating on me. Uh, the cheating just, it was just, it was just a big thing. And the lying as well, on top of the cheating. Uh, and it was off and on. I kept going back because it was my first relationship, you know. So I kept going back, and what made me stop completely is because when I got pregnant, I heard he got someone else pregnant as well. So that, yeah, that was the um, you know breaking point from that. And how many times did he cheat? I can't even count. That's how. Yeah, I can't even count. And the fact that, like, I had, you know, these women would come to me and tell me, you know, and they knew about me, too. Like, they came to me and, yeah, it, it was so, because we were young. I was in my 20s. We we're in college. You know, he's in a fraternity. So he's a musician. So, you know, he, he was a ladies' man, you know. He was definitely a ladies' man. And, um, and yeah, it was bad. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So he cheated multiple times. Multiple times, and you and you found out each time, or was it like I found out at the end that he was cheating? Multiple no, times? I found out each time. So more, this time. is more than three, this is more I, than three I, times. I kept coming back because he would beg to come back one, and I really felt like maybe he could change. Um, even my, you know, like I'm like Caribbean. My mom is from Haiti. So she felt like, okay, all men cheat, but eventually they'll get tired and, you know, settle down with one woman. So, you know, that's, that's how it is. At least for like the Haitian women, they like, okay, don't worry. You're the main, we know about you. We don't know about these side chicks. So that's what made me also stay as well, because I guess, you know, the older women, they, they're used to it, you know? Like, 
your daddy cheated, so and that's you're still just, here. That's not, just that's not just Haitian people, though. To be honest, it's with a you. Caribbean thing. It's, it's not just a Caribbean thing. To be honest with you, it's a woman thing. At the end of the day, we've been placed in a position where we feel inferior, where we feel like men or whoever we're with can do things to us. It's not just y'all's y'all's the Caribbean descent. It's mm -hmm. not. I promise you, my grandmother even went through stuff. She's not Caribbean. From here, you know what I'm saying? But it's the mentality. It's just that mentality. But go ahead, baby. Yeah. Well, so that was one of the reasons why I kept coming back yep. because it's like, okay, he will change. Eventually, he will change. But once I found out that this other person is pregnant as well, and literally we're pregnant at the same time, like they're 12 days apart, pregnant. Like, yeah, that's how bad it was. So once, you know, that was just the breaking point because I'm like, okay, yo, you're really never going to change. Like, it's just, it's in you. And I do feel like, you know, some guys that, you know, either cheat, lie, abusive, it's in them. It's just really in them. And it's, it's going to be hard for them to actually change because they're so used to it. And not only that, but us women, we allow that to happen because we keep coming back because they're like, oh, I can cheat on her again because I know she's going to come back. You get what I'm saying? So, okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you yeah, this. Go ahead. So, how has that relationship um, affected where you are now? Oh, it, I, I can't, it's hard for me to trust guys, honestly. Okay. It's really hard. Like, I, I do have a wall. Mm -hmm. So, it's, it's hard for you to break down that wall for me to be open to you. Um, in my mind, I, I feel like all men cheat. I'm sorry. It's just, I just feel like all men cheat because I don't know anyone who's faithful. You get what I'm saying? So, I mean, I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but if, I'm not that I'm saying I'm going to be single forever, but it's going to take a lot of time for me to trust a guy. You get what I'm, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I feel like if you are going to cheat, like, I don't know. Control your hoes. Like, just control them. Because that's how I end up finding out that he was cheating because the females will come and tell me. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, if you're going to be doing whatever you do, like, let me not find out. Because there's some people who be going through that where their mate is cheating, but they're still, you know, happy because they don't know what's going on. You get what I'm saying? What you don't know won't hurt. So. So let me ask you this, though. <laughs> Would you actually be okay with him cheating as long as you just don't find out? Correct, yeah. Okay. Because he's going to, I mean, no, because he's going to do it anyways, regardless. I feel like all men cheat. Right. I'm with you on So if you're going to do it, don't let me find out. Who, who else feels like that? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, you, don't get mad when I, get I mean, you said what? I'll be because that's that was my point. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna be naive about it. That's I was naive in my twenties. And now I know like I'm older, I'm in my thirties. I'm not gonna be naive anymore. I know that, you know, a possibility that a guy that I'm with is going is probably gonna cheat. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't wanna know about it. Well, I feel like, okay, go ahead, Tina Shay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just feel like, well, if you feel that way, like all men is gonna cheat, then you're gonna you're putting that into the universe 
and you're going to actually bring in men who is going to cheat most likely you have know? you i mean i haven't met someone so, like faithful i haven't like well, and maybe and okay, I, okay hold on hold on hold on sorry sorry okay you know like who who just okay does everybody know how to use the raise your hand thing Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who in here knows a man who's in a relationship that mm -hmm. does not cheat? Like he he never cheated on his on any of his joints. Like, right. if, you, if you just know somebody, like like I know he a good guy. He ain't never cheated. They've been in a relationship for over a year. I would yeah. say like my uncle. No, 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 no. use the raise the hand thing. I just oh, want to oh. get like a brief. Hold on. So we got one, two. Let's see. Yeah. yeah. It could just be one guy. Thank you. Right. Okay. All right. It's only three of y'all raising y'all Hey, fellas. <laughs> Y'all suck. I would be down. Look, I'm down the list of people that I know. And I'm like, oh. Mm, we got to uh -huh. do better. We got to do better. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's real. That's a real thing. That's real. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How many people are in relation? Okay. Put your hands down. Put your hands down. <laughs> this is scary. <laughs> All right, all right, Tina, show your hand and fill up. Uh -huh. it's the, wait, wait, how, how? You gotta hit lower your hand, right where the raise your hand button is. Okay, so hey, how many people? <laughs> how many people are in a relationship right now? Raise your hand. Does marriage count? People are in a relationship right now. In a relationship right now. So only three people. Okay, wait, hold on. Wait. That so, hand went down and then came back up and then went down again. <laughs> is this is this an unsure situation? <laughs> What about the man being faithful? About knowing one man being faithful. So that is scary. No, you dating a woman. That's different. No, but I still have male friends and I have male cousins. Okay, so you know a guy. I got three of them that are faithful. Listen, listen, listen. I know everybody got some type of toxic story. Anybody else want to share? One one last story. Toxicity? Where is it? Who didn't go? You. One. <laughs> Maybe we can't even see you, bro. Well, okay. I'll say this. Um, I've been in toxic relationships before. Um, the one in particular, we both were in the military at the same time. So um, he was overly jealous for no apparent reason. I mean, I used to have to tell him exactly where I'm going, how long it's going to take me, when I'm going to be back, what route I'm taking. That was just ridiculous. And I was like, that is yeah. unheard of. I'm grown. I'm not, I don't even do this with my mom. So why do I have to do this with you? 
So it was always clap back for me because I was like, I'm not with all that. I'm not going to do all that. I said, you're just going to have to figure out a way to get over that. I'm not doing it. So it got to the point that it got physical. Um, when um, he had a roommate and his roommate actually accused, he didn't accuse me. He just said, I did. He said, I slept with him, which I did not. So of course, because he was already a jealous person, that's when he that's on me. So, because when we first got together, we really wasn't together like like that. It was more like, um, how can I say? We were just friends, just messing around. So I was seeing whoever I wanted to see besides him, and he felt like I should not be doing that. So with that being said, um, one day I remember he came to my apartment. And that was a warning sign for me. And I don't know why I didn't turn back then. Um, and he was like, I heard that you had such and such them over here. And I was like, so your point would be what? So he tried to put his hands on me. And I ain't the one. I, I'm not that chick. Not at all. So, I mean, I laugh and I giggle when I play. But when it comes to certain things, because um, as a child, um, I was raped. So... A man that put his hands on me is going to send me into another state of mind that I don't need to be in because at that point, I feel like my life is in jeopardy. And if it is, it's going to be you before it be me. So he put his hands on me. He choked me out or whatever stuff. So I had like a, um, a keychain that had like one of those John Wayne can openers. Did anybody know what a John Wayne can opener is? Yeah. That's some so right I had one of them on. What was that? I said, that's some country. That's some Ruskin. Some rusty stuff right there. You know what? Shut up. So <laughs> I cut him. I mm. cut him. And I still, I was, because I was a military, I still, you know, we had still toe boots. So once he fell for me cutting him in the face, I just went to kicking him to sleep. And I was like, but I stayed. Why what? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you cut the man and started kicking him to sleep and he still stayed? Why? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Young is stupid. So when at, when his friend actually accused me of doing that, and this is when me and him actually had moved together because I was getting ready to transfer. So I was only staying with him for a short time for me to transfer because my lease was up. So we just decided, okay, this will work best. You know, pay all the bills together. Yada yada yada. Okay, fine. So this is when he started all that. Okay, you got to tell me where you're going and all this other stuff. So if I go to the club, I'm like, hey, let's go to the club. Let's go out. I'm 20, so I'm like, okay, let's let's go ride. Let's go do something. I don't want to be in the house all day. He likes to stay at home. I'm not a homebody. So he wouldn't go. I said, okay, well, if you don't go, I'm still going. And he was like, well, you're not going because I'm not going to let you go. And I said, bro, you don't want to do that again, do you? I really it just got to the point where I had to physically start putting my hands on him because you're trying to stop me from leaving when I was going to leave either way. So the last straw was um, I found out I was pregnant. And two days before that, um, I had packed up all my stuff in the truck. And I told myself, okay, well, I'm leaving um, tomorrow. He's like, well, I'm going to drive with you. And I was like, mm, that's fine. You can drive the car and I'll drive the, drive the truck. So we got ready to leave. And his best friend came out with some more stuff, talking crazy and all that stuff. And I said, I don't know what you got against me, but this ain't going to keep happening. I said, because you're going to get somebody hurt. So... That day when I was pack, packing up the last little bit of my stuff, um, he came in the house ranting and raving. And I'm looking like, what are you talking about? So I had no clue what he was talking about. He slapped me so hard 
I, mm -hmm. I heard bells. That that ringing, I said, mm. I lost my natural mind. I threw him off the balcony. I hit him like a football player and threw him off the balcony. Now he's 6'2". So I had to put all my weight on him just to do that. And I said, okay. So to this day, he still got back problems. Now, <laughs> guess how old my son is? 21. I don't mess with his dad like that. He don't mess with me like that. We have a good relationship now, but back then, mm-mm. So forever in my life because of my son, but at the same time, we don't go down no more. Um, how far up was the balcony? Okay. <laughs> On the third floor. You threw that nigga off the... I hit him like I was a linebacker because he was standing by there talking all that snack at me. He had smacked me, and when I, when I got off the floor, I went running. And I ran track, so when you come out them, come out them <clears throat> folks, trust me, if I hit you... Mm -hmm. And you, you in a relationship right now? Not with him. No, but I'm saying. Yeah, I'm in one right now. And he does he know this story? <laughs> does he know you throw people off balcony? Oh, he knows. He knows. He know now. No, okay. he knows. Trust me, we've been together for a long time, so we've had our ups and our downs in our relationship as well. So that's when he have to get thrown off a balcony. No, why do I need to do that? I throw knives too. Pick your pick your battle. Not with me. True that. True. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you had a question, Tina Shay? <laughs> I know. I was just. I was trying to apologize. I know it was a serious matter, like. Oh, okay. But that's that's bold. I just want. I just had to clap because that that's that's bold. And I knew. That's what that was. <laughs> I knew that the balcony wasn't that high because you know. Three floors. <laughs> somebody he he fell on some the top of somebody's car. So um, when I left though, um, and made it to my next duty station, you know, um, being that he knew that I was carrying, you know, every day the physical abuse, it went from physical abuse based over to mental because then he started <laughs> calling the command and acting crazy on the phone. That's not my child. You are a whore. This and all this other stuff. So mm. I just threw it, and I was like, you know, what's enough is enough. So it got to the point where our commands had to get involved because we're both military. Is that picture behind you the balcony? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. See, that's when I was on a cruise. Oh. <laughs> you gonna hold that over your head. <laughs> I ain't messing with Shorty. I ain't messing with, I ain't messing with you. <laughs> so his folks they out here. So I'm like, well, that nigga dead. Hey. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I apologize for everything. I, I know. <laughs> I'm messing with you in balconies. Hag, nah. Okay. Hag, nah. No third activity for you anytime. You were defending yourself. Was yeah, you definitely defended yourself. I give you props. You win. <laughs> you won that one. <laughs> yeah, my girl uh, a long time ago. She's like, you know, I don't care if it's adult, male, female. You better not come home with no whooping. Hey, so. that's what my grandma and my daddy taught me. I ain't never got no whooping before, boys or girls. It didn't matter, men or women. I don't See? take girls. I'm not about to. We finna pick up See? something. And I used to love fighting boys, so it was nothing for me. Workout. Really? It's a workout. 
Jeez. Okay, that was a, a scary note to end on, but um, <laughs> the one thing I want to say before we close this, you know what I'm saying, is I just want to say that, um, you know, if you listen to everybody's stories, uh, the one thing that you hear is that um, it happened more than just one time. And um, I think that now in hindsight, as everybody is older, wiser, more mature, we need to start understanding that it's never good to happen anytime. So the very first time that it happens, that is your opportunity to leave. And yeah. um, anytime after that, you, you, you put yourself in a more dangerous, um, toxic situation. So for people who are watching, um, don't wait to the second time. Don't wait to the third time. Don't wait to the fourth time. The don't even go time, back. Yeah. Don't even go back. And don't go back. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> and it's important to have people around you that will actually be there for you when it's time for you to leave. Because sometimes you do get isolated. Sometimes these men or these toxic women try to isolate you from other people. And it makes it harder for you to leave. So maintain your friendships and your relationships. And it is a major, 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 major run red flag if he's trying to isolate you away from other people, all right? But <clears throat> this is the Shorty Rock NYC show. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, I'm gonna let my co-hosts reintroduce themselves. So ladies, I want you to say your name and your, uh, your Instagram or Facebook, and uh, or if you have a website too, you can, you can definitely promote it. Um, but if you who are watching have a story similar to these ladies, let us know, put it in the comments, uh, inbox us, contact us directly um, through our social media. But we wanna make sure that this is not just us telling stories, but this is actually helping somebody. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna start off with Keish. Go ahead and give uh, your name and your Instagram and all that. Yo, it's your girl, Queen Keish. My Instagram is queen.keish, and the number three, Keish is spelled K-E-Y-S-H. Don't forget the number three. Um, I just wanted to say this real quick. If you are going through this situation, please, by all means, do not believe what your significant other is saying. Do not believe them. You are better than that. You are stronger than that. Get out of there. Whatever outlet that you have that is willing to help you, call them right now. That's all I wanted to say. All right, and Tina Shea. Um, hi guys, um, it's Tina Shea. My, um, you can follow me on Instagram at Tina underscore Shea. I also have a, a merch that I just launched. Um, so you can follow that on Instagram at Tina underscore Shea collection. Um, and um, just, some, just a message, just, just don't go back. Um, anybody who um, watched the Madam CJ Walker on Netflix, she mm -hmm. has said something about um, don't go back to what broke you. So, um, I just wanted to, to throw that out there, that quote out there. And yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. Don't go with back. Don't go back. Um, yeah. Stay safe. Right. Sandra. Go ahead. I am Sandra. Um, you can find me on IG at classic woman and Facebook, Twitter. Um, but I usually use IG. 
And um, yeah, don't go back. Um, be safe. I know right now, as we're quarantined, um, it's the most like uh, abusive time for couples right now who's going to like domestic violence, going through domestic violence right now. So it's probably hard for them to, you know, to leave. Um, just stay prayed up, call a friend, whatever. If you need help, just just try as much as you can to try to leave because I know it's hard while we're quarantining right now, but um, just stay safe. That's all I could say right now. All right, and then Vaughn Shanita. All right, yes, I'm Vaughn Shanita. Um, you can find me on um, Instagram at sophisticated underscore V76. Um, the message I want to say and say, you know what, if you choose to deal with somebody of that sort, just be smart about it. Um, if you have to take your self-defense course, if you have to learn how to defend yourself, because you know what, they don't, men don't always expect you to fight back. So, hey, they're going to throw hands, you throw hands too. Yep. I agree. All right, and Ashanti. Hey, I'm Ashanti. You can find me on Facebook at Ashanti Johnson. Um, you can also find me on IG at underscore lady underscore Shanti. The message that I want to send out, it all it only just take one time. After that one time, you need to get out because you can sit here and you can be in more situations than what you need. That's right. <clears throat> all right, Shorty Rock NYC show, and we out.